Good morning, everyone. You're going to be so upset when you learn what the pick for next week is. Uh, my name is Amber Autumn. She, her. Hello. Hi, everybody. It's me, Prince Devin. Cool. Glad we got that out of the way. Uh, Devin, would you like to tell us what the show is that we're listening to right now? Uh, it's, uh, oh, 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 no. I'm I, really reversing the script on you here. Yeah, I, you see, I, I, uh, when you came out so strong, I was like, oh, Amber's gonna take it away. And then you asked me to do it, and then my brain farted. Hi, everyone, you're listening to Original Podcast. Do not steal a podcast where every week my illustrious co-host and I break down an intellectual property, an idea, a mythology, mostly TV shows, rant about it for some time, for a shitpost about it for some time, so then we make a character at the end of it. Amber, what are we doing today? Um, that's a great question. It's your episode. Uh, you tell me what that is. Oh, it's my episode? That means I get to run the yeah. reins. So uh, let, me just, uh, di- <laughs> let me just digress for a second. Amber, do you know what I've been rewatching? Yes, you've been rewatching uh, the Netflix Daredevil show, uh, just in time to be a few episodes late for our Marvel television episode. Oh, and it's so good. My... My girlfriend Lexi was telling me about this other house. One of the clients would like jizz in the vents, and so when they turned the air on, it would stink. <laughs> and then in my brain, I was like, what if he's like the phantom sploosh? So he's just like breaking into people's houses and like jizzing in the vents and shit. <laughs> and like, I'm so curious to see what the fuck this has to do with anything that we're talking about today. <laughs> it's so. And so then in my brain, I was like, well, then he becomes like, you know, like the Punisher. And then they kidnap him and they're going to court. And it's the procedural drama. And he's on the docket and they're like, do you have anything to say for yourself? And he's just like, yeah, I just in those vents. And I'll just hit him again. And like, like taking him out. And he's like, you can't stop me. I'm a madman. And, and then he meets the fucking Kingpin. And, and Kingpin gets to be like, a man with your talents should not be wasted on the inside go wage your war it's like nah you want me on the outside so that i can jizz on all of your opponents <laughs> i fucking lost my mind thinking about the phantom sploosh talking to kingpin and kingman's just <laughs> just just kingpin <laughs> really just the thought of kingpin being like a man with your talents i did not believe them but then i saw I just... the amount of jizz you produced on my enemies. <laughs> it's a real shame that you can't see my facial expression uh, because it's very distraught. Ah, oh, Phantom Sploosh, baby. So, anyways, Amber, you. This asked... is what you spend your time thinking about when you're in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. Those long, lonely nights. I I do a lot of Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin saying shit. <laughs> like sometimes I I redub over '90s Spider-Man, so it's just. The end of the world is bad for business. Because I just, I love the way he talks. It's so fun. But anyways, today we're doing Ruddy Gore. And you asked me what this has to do with it. And the answer is absolutely nothing. Nothing Incredible. at all. Incredible. <laughs> Naturally. Of course it doesn't. Why would it? So, Amber, how much do you know about Ruddy Gore? Uh, well, I know that it's something that you know about that is eligible to be the subject of this podcast and that it's called Ruddy Gore. Excellent. Uh, that's as much as we've got. Ruddy Gore was a Navalia wrote ugh, fucking in ancient times, and it was created to make fun of archetypes. Oh, wow. And then it Classy got, of us. It got adapted by Gilbert and Sullivan into a musical. Amber, do you know anything about Gilbert and Sullivan? Fucking 
I'm going to get in so much trouble with all of my theater friends on this episode for not knowing who Gilbert and Sullivan are. <laughs> I was I was really hoping you'd know that you'd, you'd start doing major, major general or whatever it is, the one people know, because I also don't know shit. <laughs> I know nothing about Gilbert and Sullivan, man. Then I'm glad we got uh, just the two of us for this episode. Excellent. So, um, fun fact, if we uploaded this to Apple or just wherever you search your podcasts, if you type in Runny Gore, when this goes up, we'll be the third podcast to pop up because when i was looking up for fun facts and shit oh my god i typed in ruddy core and there were only two podcasts that showed up oh my god we are getting some seo (laughs) we are using some data voids here but ruddy gore this this is the one fun fact i know is that many people think that it is the second gilbert and sullivan production and (laughs) no my good man it is actually the ninth it is merely the second production they made after their first romping success at the box office and i could talk about it the actual workings of the play it's essentially like a Shakespearean comedy where like the humor is derived from affection is being flung at the well I guess this is our witch's curse that no one oh god no one's gonna get that joke god damn it I don't even get that joke (laughs) hi everyone there was a little hiccup there while recording anyways I was in the middle of explaining that Ruddy Gore is like a Shakespearean comedy wherein the humor is derived from affection uh, affection being flung at the wrong people but that's not what really interests me in terms of creating a character within the space. What interests me is in the subtitle of the play. Because what is... Is there a subtitle, you ask? De- Devin, is th- Devin, is there a subtitle for this movie? For, th- sh- for this movie, Jesus Christ. Fuck. There is an animated featurette that's not bad. But there is a subtitle and it is Ruddy Gore. Oh, the witch's curse. Ooh, intrigue. What is the curse? The opening of Ruddy Gore. Devin, is- Devin, what's the curse? Devin, what's the witch's curse? Oh, fuck, I forgot, man. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> uh, the witch's curse is that the opening of the play explains that this family, all the barons of Ruddy Gore, are forever cursed to every day commit one evil act. And that really interests me. But yeah, I'm me gonna- too. They're not special. <laughs> But now I'll talk about the play for a little bit. Your main boy, I want to say Pete, because I have forgotten almost every character's name. But your main boy, Pete, was the former Baron of Roddy Gore, but he fakes his death, hands the curse off to his cousin, and he is in love with our protagonist, I'm going to say Eliza. And this is just a fun story. When I was listening to that podcast, you know how I started being like, oh, like stuffy British aristocrat accent that we can all do as Americans, right? That. Right. When I listened to the first podcast, it started and the dude was like, now if you listen to this incredible humorous number, you will see that Elizabeth is actually singing about wanting to engage in (laughs) sexual acts. And I was like, you No fucking way. (laughs) You wake up every day and you talk like that, man. Uh, Holy uh, shit. Pete's in love with Eliza, and then Pete's best friend, I'm going to call him Benny, Benny the sailor comes back, and he's like, Benny, my good man, I am in love with Eliza, but I'm too much of a coward to say anything. Will you do anything? Will you tell her? Oh, yes, I will. You're my best friend in the world. And then he goes to tell her, and he's like, holy shit, I love Eliza. It's funny. It's a humorous musical, and one of my favorite bits to where it's like, you could make this now, and it would still be funny. There are a few things you'd have to update, like the character of Mad Maud, whose gimmick is she is a mad woman. 
<laughs> well, you <laughs> couldn't get away with that in today's politically correct SJW environment. Oh, no, you, you totally couldn't. But Mad Mad's in love with, uh, <laughs> with Pete's cousin, who is the current Baron of Ruddy Gore, until he finds out that Pete's alive, and then he makes Pete be the Baron of Ruddy Gore again. But, like, musicals have a chorus, and the chorus within the text of the musical is, like, it's a known thing. It's these... It's this band of maidens who are singing, and when Sailor Boy and Elizabeth are about to get married, Pete shows up and he's like, you told her, ha ha! And he goes to give her a smooch, and he's like, now, 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 my friend, don't go kissing my wife-to-be, that is not proper. And he's like, what? And then the chorus starts singing about how the Sailor and Elizabeth are in love, and Peter's like, shut up! Stop singing! And I'm like, that's a great bit, you could do that today. Um, that's, but, that's just, that's that bit from Monty Python, that's that bit from Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah! Yeah, it is. Wow. I never think about... I'm... Ah, oh, fucking... Now the nerds are going to be mad at me because I never think about Monty Python, man. No, that's that's okay. Um, we all thought about it enough back, like, you know, 15 years ago. It's okay to not think about it anymore. It's okay not to think about Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Fair enough. But the one time where the drama is serious is because it's a curse to perform an evil act every day, and Pete doesn't want to do it. And he goes to his castle, and he's like, I don't want to, this sucks, man. And then the ghosts of Ruddy Gore, all the barons, they come back, and they demand with vile and venom-spit words that they carry on this villainous legacy. And it's not a happy thing to be crushed down by the ever-present weight of a legacy, particularly when they're ghosts. So, like, that's, like, like making a character who has to be a villain is something that really intrigues me more than like making a character who exists in a comedy musical about loving the wrong person you know what i'm saying right so no go i was gonna ask is there like anything else you'd kind of want me to answer and i also may or may not have a pitch yeah so i guess where and when is it set and what what happens in this show it is set in i want to say that Eight, 1840s I think is when it's set and what happens is where did I leave off you know Sailor Boy comes back Pete's like tell this girl I love her he goes to do it Sailor Boy's in love with her and then Sailor Boy's like well I have to get Pete out of the picture what if I tell his cousin who's the current Baron of Ruddy Gore that is that Pete's still alive then Pete will have to be the Baron of Ruddy Gore goes to tell that the cousin's like i missed you cousin now you have to be evil have my mustache and pete's like ah shucks darn it goes back to be the baron of ruddy gore and is like doing very weak sauce crimes to appeal to the witch's curse and then the ghosts are like that's not enough go kidnap a maiden he's like i'm not that type of villain they're like we'll kill you if you don't he's like oh i guess i'm that type of villain uh kidnaps a woman Oh yeah, Mad Maud shows up, and Mad Maud's thing is she's in love with the previous Baron of Ruddy Gore because she loves evil people. But then Pete... Wow, trans icon, huh? Trans icon. (laughs) Uh, But then Pete gets the idea of, like, I don't super remember. It's like... I think it's that, like, suicide is the ultimate crime. I don't... Through, like... Through loophole shenanigans, he realizes that the previous Baron of Ruddy Gore, like him being a ghost either doesn't count as an evil deed or perpetually counts as an evil deed so you can break the curse he doesn't have to do it and then we all get to live happily ever after it's not my favorite thing in the world and it's sung all of the songs are sung in a very old-timey musical way so it's not very audible to my ear it's not 
anything I have a deep affinity for, I found out about it because B-Mask brought it up in his Sly Cooper video, and the idea was always interesting in my brain, and I always like, ah, oh, today's gonna be the day I, I finally figure out what's the, what's the deal with Ruddy Gore, and not a lot, not a lot sticks with me. Okay, so in short, you have a bunch of posh British people who want to be nice and good British people, but in fact, because of both the afflictions of loving the wrong people and um, being haunted by some spooky fucking ghost curse, and also sometimes that probably, I assume, is a metaphor for, you know, uh, being messy in the world and loving the wrong people, they have to do a bunch of villainous shit. Um, and so they do a bunch of villainous shit. Is that more or less, am I getting that right? Am I understanding you correctly? Yeah, there's, like, parody of archetypes, but uh, none of that translated to me. So, like, <laughs> your your understanding of my understanding of this work, neither of us are incredibly familiar with <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Okay, perfect, great. Um, you said, you, yeah, you, you said you, you had a pitch. I do, because I was thinking, I, I think about how I want to open these sometimes. And I was, like, at playing the podcast out in my brain, I was like, well, we're going to make a Baroness of Ruddy Gore, right? That's 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 a thing that's going to happen. And then I was like, ooh, this could be fun. It could kind of be like that one character I had for that campaign that we don't ever talk about, where you were the barbarian and I was the girl who was pretending to be a guy because, like, not... And, <sighs> Amber, I don't want... I want to be... I, this mm, this could come off as uh -huh. not great uh -huh. for trans representation. Uh -huh. I don't want to be that guy, but I I think just fucking say it. I don't care. I, I, ah, all right, fine. <laughs> I give <laughs> you permission. Like, if people if people online want to get mad at someone about you saying whatever thing, get mad at me. I'm taking responsibility. Just fucking say the thing in the in in whatever the way is. Okay, fine. It was always like I didn't want to do a trans character because I I don't feel like it would be my place to do that as respectfully as I could. But I love the idea of a character using a different gender identity, like, as a prop and or out of necessity, right? It's Mulan. The idea I had for that assassin forever ago of a girl pretending to be a guy and only doing these parodied versions of masculinity because she doesn't get how to act is funny. And I thought doing that with, like, a girl who wants to be a villain, so she puts on a snidely whiplash mustache, would be really oh my god. funny. <laughs> oh my god. Like, like, there's a scene where she goes to, like, the evil convention, and they're like, well, how do we know you're truly evil? And she's like, well, you see my finely pierced mustache that goes up in a curvy fashion. And they're like, well, that checks out. You're pretty fucking evil. <laughs> All right, great. And um, this has been Original Podcast Do Not Steal. Um, I'm glad we have this character that we built together. Join us next week when Devin tries to get us to talk about wrestling. Uh, oh, gotta save that one. You'll be really upset about it. Yeah, that's fun. That's a fun character. I love that. So, a Baroness of Ruddy Gore. Does this do? Are we are we trying to fit her into the like canon of characters who already exist? Is this like after the events? My thought was. This is the thing I suggest whenever you, like, get a property of, like, just go to the past. If you get Star Wars, just go to the past so you don't have to deal with any of the bullshit. Because so it is about ghosts, right? The ghosts who are, like, like previous barons? Yeah, just w we're making one of them who has nothing to do with what's happening with Sailor Boy and Pete and Vanessa and Mad Mod. Totally. 
It's just like one of the past barons of this place. How long has this place been around? What what amount of history can we access here? Uh, how long have witches been a problem? Because <laughs> it's just, he's cursed by a witch. <laughs> witches have been a problem for a really long time. What is, like, the history of the concept of witchcraft? Like, it, like it's definitely, like, pre-exists capitalism, right? Like, I'm fucking Googling the word witches here. <laughs> <laughs> witches, parentheses, concept. <laughs> Literally, I'm Googling witches, parentheses, concept. On my girlfriend's computer, she'll show up later and be like... Babe, what's the deal with this search history? I really wanted to know about witches. <laughs> the word witch is over a thousand years old, according to Wikipedia. The term originated in medieval and early modern Europe. So, yeah, Middle Ages. So we have a lot of history to work with, I guess is what I'm, is what I'm saying. And probably largely all British. Let me... Let me pitch you on something here, though. Yes, um, <laughs> Is that... So you have this character, and she's pretending to be a baron in order to fit in with the villainous ways of everybody else. And, and part of that is putting on a mustache and twirling it and tying people to the railroad tracks. But just to, like, really properly commit to the bit, what if she is not British? What if she's, like... She's a Yankee? She's, oh, we could have her be a Yankee. That would be funny. I was going to be like German or something. American could be fun. I don't actually know when the accents properly start to diverge. Because part of it to me is that I want her to be doing a very bad British accent. Um, <laughs> that's really the thing that I'm getting at here. Yeah, she's she's really putting on that like, <laughs> I can't think of a... Brilliant. That voice that you were doing earlier, she's like yeah. doing that because she doesn't <laughs> fucking know how to actually. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. I I really want to know how this plays because Ruddy Gore is a play that only gets attention in in the UK. I'm never gonna see a production. I mean, well, then it's easy because like if you make her American, then they then they get to make fun of us. Which is great. Everybody loves to everybody loves to make fun of Americans. Everybody loves the Wii Shopping Channel. Everyone loves to shop on it every Wednesday, and everybody loves the Making Fun of Americans Channel. And everybody loves to shop on it every Friday, which is the day that this show comes out. So yeah, our our Baroness of Ruddycore is really laying on the accent thick. So what's her like deal, man? You know, um. My thought was because evil legacy. Ah, oh, one of my favorite character archetypes i run into it all the time in fighting games rock howard shout out rugel's kid whose name i can never remember hell it's my king of fighters oc it's always i will right the wrongs of my father and i really like someone who's like no i'm into this evil shit man i want to be evil that sounds cool i get to do tax fraud she really she really wants to do some evil shit yeah, like the wit, like the ghosts never come up, and she's and like like she annoys them, like she like she knocks on the. Did <laughs> like, I do good? Yeah, incredible. That's perfect. What if she's so? There's like this whole witchcraft angle, right? 
And I, I think it's it's interesting that she's like one of the only women and witchcraft is like a concept that really gets attached to womanhood and femininity, right? They're like they're like very entwined concepts, at least, you know, from a modern lens. And I'm writing it in a modern lens, so fuck you, I get to use that connection. I think it maybe is interesting if she like has some kind of a connection to the original witchcraft that is working at this place and that's like the thing that makes her really or it, that's not the thing that makes her really excited about doing it but like because she's really excited about doing evil and i okay we're gonna get people who are gonna listen to this who like do witchy shit and they're gonna get really mad at me for saying that i'm not saying that witchcraft is evil i'm saying that this character uh, i am witchcraft <laughs> is the work of satan and the devil i and that's true only, but i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna say that Devin. not only is it bad but the big nose thing is actually deeply anti-semitic because a lot of the common tropes we have with that's witches true. come from they were deeply plagiarized from anti-semitic work that's a fun fact for everybody listening but anyways yeah satan satanic panic was real and we've never gotten over it as a society. What if she like has a picture of Satan on her wall and it's like a pinup? What if she has a painting that's like, like she's really sexually attracted to Satan? <laughs> oh, she loves, she loves it. She loves Satan. She loves. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I. No. You, you go. So she, she like has this attachment to the original witches. She loves Satan, maybe sort of like a fangirl thing going for it. I want to figure out if there's like a reason that we can get her there, either because she like just has some actual beliefs about the ways that Satan as a character is misrepresented in our understanding and she has like actual theological reasons to have this take, or because she's just kind of a fucking psychopath and is very ready to do a bunch of evil, a Marquis de Sade sort of a situation where she has too much power and is just the villain. Or we do a thing where she like is like young and really into the aesthetics of 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 witchcraft and evil doing because she thinks it's like cool and fun and new it hasn't like really properly been exposed to the consequences of that kind of a behavior yet i don't know there's a bunch of different directions that we could go here if you do like she has a different take on satan i think you go the neil gaiman sandman take where she understands that like satan would be a tragic figure because if it's all part of god's machinations and the only reason satan fell is because god designed him in that way and so right. she looks at satan as more of a sympathetic figure but also the thing i wanted to point out real quick one second i'm having a brain fart i lost it it'll come back at some other point no stress oh, oh okay I, I remember the thing okay so potentially if we want to like maybe pull out some emotion from our mostly jokey character if she's into witches and it's a witch's curse, maybe there is some point where she realizes that she could lift it and she chooses not to. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's getting into writing the story, which is not necessarily bad. We do some of that sometimes. Um, but that does feel like that's either the first act turn it's like the midpoint where it changes what the story's about or it's the thing that sets the third act off. Or maybe it's the final climactic moment. I guess there's a lot of places in the story this moment could go. I would think if you marry the, she understands, like she has the reading of Satan as a sympathetic figure who is just in the inner machinations of cosmic beings. And she's like kind of cosplaying that that's where she sees the ruddy gore bloodline. And so she has the option to lift the curse because she's into witches. 
but she chooses not to because there's gotta be a Satan. And damn, I love being a Satan. Okay, yeah. So, like, somewhere between that. Does she end up changing her mind? Is this, like, a story about her coming to understand she was wrong? Or is this just a story where she's the antagonist the whole time? I think you just do a story about a villain being a villain. And at the okay. end of the day, they're like, God, I love it. It's evil yeah. good. Evil. <laughs> it's all set to that one Voltaire song. Yeah, that one Voltaire song about those death, death, death. Death, death, devil, devil, evil, evil songs. The song has a George W. Bush reference in it. Man, it's before my time. That's before my time. That's gonna make some people listening upset to hear that. It's fine. I listen to Rage Against the Machine and Dead Kennedys all the time. How very hipster of you. I don't, that's not why I do it. I'm not that guy. You're doing it for the cool points. <laughs> no, I just, Rage Against the Machine just fucking slaps. All of everything they've made. Yeah, they come up in this podcast sometimes. I'm pretty sure this is not the first time you've brought them up. Yeah, no, I brought them up in the cold open that now doesn't make sense because we lost that episode. Behind the scenes, baby! Aw, oh, damn it. Fuck. It's. A sh I wonder how often we, like, reference bits from episodes that we lost. Because we've lost, like, what, like, three of them by now? Yeah, we lost Slasher, Pagemaster, and Kingdom Hearts. And Kingdom Hearts, yeah. R.I.P. That'll be the, 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 the bonus content episode where you give us enough, our stretch goal on Patreon is to make enough money to invent a time machine to go back in time and set our recording settings properly so that we get that content for you. <laughs> make it happen, idiots. <laughs> what is her, what's like her, what's her look? What's her vibe about her? I guess like obviously she does the whole tie them up on the rail, railroad tracks villainous thing. Does she have an alter ego when she's like not around people does she present differently when she's alone does she have a group of close confidants how does this double life manifest i would think that that she does have a moment where like the evil comes off because you can't you're not always on sometimes you're just chilling on your couch and she she removes the mustache and she puts it on this beautiful mantle this pristine box <laughs> this pristine glass box <laughs> to put the mustache away so no dirt no smut touches my beautiful mustache Jesus, how very, like, 2011 of us. <laughs> oh, how very evil Abed being like, I fashioned us these evil goatees. So when she's out of mustache, can we have her be full big titty goth GF? <laughs> There's nothing stopping us. She's evil. She's gotta be goth. She wants to be a witch so bad. She wants to be a witch so bad. She's gotta have the, like, big stupid black dress and the, like, how do you look goth in, like, ye olden times? You'd be like a gothic pagan, right? Probably. So it's just, like... She has enormous eyeshadow that does the teardrops. <laughs> I actually love the idea that like she takes off the, the, the mustache and the top hat and the black cape and it's it's bigger. It's <laughs> <even> bigger. <laughs> she she removes her black cape to reveal a larger black cape underneath. <laughs> yeah, she's like, This is professional evil. This is this is at home. This is my sweatpants. <laughs> She's got like a chalice of blood on hands at all times and she doesn't want to drink it because that's gross, but she does have to have it there for the look because she's committed to this. She's got a 
almost boyfriend and she's constantly telling him he's a vampire and he's like i'm not a vampire and she's like drink the blood chalice and he's like Fine. <laughs> she can have like we're just like we're just ripping off this idea for this whole episode that's what this is there's too much good shit here um i think she's like she like since she's so into the witchcraft thing she would probably want like a coven right she would probably like have some people like a like a circle of people she's drafted into it but they're like not as into the whole thing as she is and they're just there because she's like either paying them or like casting quote-unquote spells for them or she'll kill them if they don't go along with it (laughs) so you just have like a bunch of like people who look either deeply disinterested or actively scared being there oh that's great when when they when they're wearing the sweatpants evil it's just actually sweatpants (laughs) oh i love i love you i love Uh, elvira (laughs) i love you goth mustache mommy (laughs) i love you goth mustache mommy is going in the highlights reel right yeah (laughs) it can't not so so do we yeah you you said elvira like yeah like that's that's a very obvious name to go and just fuck we can't literally call her elvira it's too obvious yeah but that's what okay she wouldn't know that because time displacement or whatever but she'd want of it like she would name herself carnilla and be like the first vampire exists before dracula i'm not popping the carmilla cherry just yet on this show we're going to have an episode at some point where we're really going to get into vampires and I'm going to have her be a fucking lesbian. It's not quite this episode yet. Uh, the vampire episode is just me talking about my Superman villain. And also, I watched an hour and a half video about Carnilla because the because Castlevania was in the thumbnail and she talked about it for like two seconds in the opening. And I was like, damn, we're into modern times. Just like five minutes left. When are we getting into Castlevania? And, show up, and I was like, you motherfucker! They lied to you. They just made you they just made you listen to and learn about the history of gay vampires. Ah, how dare you? How fucking dare they? I just wanted to they. learn about anime and now I have to learn about <laughs> social issues. The it's the fucking woke politically correct left. They're destroying your anime, the woke, Devin. The woke mob has ruined my anime. Anime that has never had political messages. <laughs> it's just about titties and hair. <laughs> I do need to um I need to I need to do our, our every episode constant disclaimer that I am not actually against quote unquote wokeism. I'm on the left. Oh, oh, These are oh, jokes. Nazis stay support, out of here. You don't support Marco Rubio's anti woke bill? <sighs> You found a way to you found a way to fit it in there somewhere. Go for it. Go ahead and talk about it. It's it's oh god. It's uh, I just woke is such a nothing. It's such a goddamn absolute nothing phrase that you can just No, write. that's the but point. All, yeah. Yeah, I know, but like all all Republicans have is culture war nonsense. It's just because your policies don't work, they actively make the world a worse place. So you can just go, ah, silly bitch liberals, and enough people will go, yes, so, including me. I mean, yeah, in their defense, <laughs> silly bitch liberals. <laughs> yeah, but liberals are silly bitches, and it's fun to make fun of them. But God, <laughs> fucking anti woke bitch. Remember when Mitch McConnell was like, I think that. Uh, Coca-Cola should stay out of politics, but I'm not talking about your donations. And it's like, I fucking, why is everything so naked? 
Like, so just nakedly transparent. God damn it. Okay, so if it's not, if it's not Elvira, it's maybe a little bit trite at this point to name her Lucy. If you took Sinestro and you gender, and you gender bent him, what would the name be? So just Sinestra? <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's her name! You're right, that is her name. That's her, So her name is Sinestra. What does she go as? It's like Baron Sin... Sincero, or probably Sincero, right? Because they're British. She's Baron, like, like it's. Baron Ill intent. You you see you see the like you see you see the moment where she's like trying to she's about to say, Sinestra when she's like Sin, uh, Sero. Like she's trying to turn it around. <laughs> I, love, I love it so much. Oh, love you, Sinestra. Oh, that's great. Oh, hey, so like, what's her deal? Is she single or like, what, do you think, <laughs> think I could have her number? Bro, she's a baroness. She, <laughs> she'd probably be fucking. I gotta <laughs> fucking, I gotta shoot my shot, bro. Like, you really gotta. I'm not in a monogamous relationship. I can, like, I can deal with, she can, this. listen. She can get it. Cool. Do we want to do one fun fact a piece about her? Yeah, we gotta do the one fun, we gotta do the one thing a piece. As if we have, as if that hasn't been the entire episode already. <laughs> This isn't my thing. I really just want at some point she recreates my favorite fucking Booster Gold panel ever where Booster Gold's like, oh, no, 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 Sinestro, you're the you're the greatest Green Lantern of all time in the future. And he fucking evilly twirls his evil mustache and he goes, of course I am. <laughs> we may be she difficult has, to do it with panels, but yes. She has a dog that she only refers to as a hellhound and it's like the most grumpy basset hound of all time oh she absolutely like, <laughs> and she just puts little devil horns on him hold on wait let me google something to make sure this isn't too anachronistic okay perfect great okay i can't tell about whether the um linguistics of this are anachronistic or not from the wikipedia article but i think that she eats a lot of eggs and she calls she calls them deviled eggs but they're like not and it's not clear that she knows what a deviled egg is <laughs> she'll just like she'll fry an egg or like hard boil an egg and she'll be like i love this deviled egg and the people like all of her like coven will be like uh-huh sure sinestra <laughs> absolutely sweetie <laughs> the opening to be like she steals all the christmas presents <laughs> like it's christmas in the town and she stole all the presents incredible i love our oc the grinch 2 hotter this time <laughs> the grinch 2 i didn't learn anything okay well that feels like a character to me we did it sinestra the baroness of ruddy gore Incredible. Thank you all for coming. This has been Original like Podcast. This has been Original Podcast. Do not steal. I have been Amber Autumn. She, her. I've been Prince Devin. My catchphrase at the end is I will do everything within my power to monetize our friendship. Amber, take it away. The music uh, at the intro and outro is performed at by Kyle Alicia. You can find his music at therealragnarok.bandcamp.com. Join us next week when Devin will try to get us to talk about professional wrestling, but instead, we will be talking about Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, you mean you will be talking about Fifty Shades of Grey? I sure do. <laughs> this is, I'm 
gonna get your rough draft for a video essay. This will be fun. Okay. Um. Bye. Evil, bye. <laughs>